0: This is Sunrise, the who, what, when, where, why, and WTF of Florida politics. I'm Rick Flagg reporting from Tallahassee, where the state prison system has confirmed the first cases of COVID-19 by inmates as Florida's death toll continues to rise. As of last night, there were 12,350 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Florida, 1,555 hospital admissions, and 221 fatalities. Miami-Dade County leads in the number of cases, followed by Broward, Palm Beach, Orange, and and Hillsborough. And a shout out to Liberty and Taylor counties here in North Florida, the only ones without a single confirmed case. Problem there is you don't know if they're really virus-free or if they simply haven't done enough testing. A new poll shows the vast majority of Floridians support Ron DeSantis' order, imposing a statewide lockdown for the rest of the month. However, it also shows fewer people trust the governor. How bad is the computerized application system at Florida's beleaguered unemployment office? Bad enough where the state has released a downloadable template of the application so you can fill it out by hand and snail mail it. How 1900s is that? The Hillsborough County pastor arrested last week for violating public health orders by busing people in for church services decided not to do it again this weekend. The pastor says he wanted to protect his flock from government tyranny, but maybe it also had something to do with his insurance being canceled. Grocery stores are selling out on a daily basis as people stock up and stay at home, but Florida farmers are hurting because they're no longer able to sell fresh produce to restaurants and schools. April and May are the peak seasons in Florida, especially for veggies from South Florida, and a lot of that produce may go to waste. You'll hear from the State Agriculture Commissioner and the head of the Florida Farm Bureau. We'll also have your daily calendar of political events and check in with Florida Man. One of them broke into a house because he thought he was being chased by dinosaurs. The other attacked the ice cream man. And now, the top stories on Sunrise for Monday, April 6th. After weeks of assuring Floridians there are no cases of coronavirus among the state's 95,000 prison inmates, the Department of Corrections has acknowledged the first positive test for a prisoner. Two of them, in fact. The unidentified inmates are locked up at the Blackwater River Correctional Facility near Pensacola. That's a private prison run by the GEO Group under a contract with the state. Five employees at the prison in Milton have also tested positive. So far, 26 corrections workers at 14 prisons and two probation offices across the state have tested positive for COVID-19. Corrections Secretary Mark Inch says prisons have enforced social distancing during dining and recreation times, but Florida has the third largest prison population in the country and has been sued repeatedly over the poor quality of health care for inmates. And prison officials are not saying how many inmates are actually being tested for the virus. That $77 million web portal used by the Florida Department of Economic Opportunity to take applications for unemployment is in such bad shape that the state is now offering a paper form that people can use to apply for jobless benefits during the outbreak. The system crashed under the weight of hundreds of thousands of Floridians who tried to file for benefits. The new applications are available on the DEO's website in English, Spanish, and Creole. You'll also find a link to download the form on the Florida Politics website. DEO Executive Director Ken Lawson says they've hired private vendors to help man the the unemployment helpline and to scan the paper applications into the computer system once they arrive. A new survey shows nearly 9 out of 10 Floridians support Governor Ron DeSantis' decision to issue a statewide stay-at-home order to try to limit the spread of coronavirus. Almost 86% of respondents said they supported the decision, while only 6% said they disagreed. Another 8% were unsure. The survey by St. Pete Polls also showed trust in DeSantis dropped sharply during the same period, just over two weeks ago. Nearly 29 percent of the respondents said they trusted DeSantis not very much, compared with just 19 percent in the previous poll. Also, nine out of 10 people in that survey say they are worried about the virus. Nearly 70 percent said they're very worried, 18 percent somewhat worried. That poll was commissioned by Florida Politics. The Florida minister arrested last week for violating public safety orders by holding services at his megachurch kept the building closed Sunday. Rodney Howard Brown, the head pastor of The River at Tampa Bay Church, said he closed because of fear for his congregation's safety and to protect them from government tyranny. There is another reason that is nowhere near as noble but far more believable. His lawyer says they shut down because the pastor's insurance was canceled after his arrest. Next on Sunrise, a deep dive on the impact of coronavirus on Florida farmers. You'll hear from Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Fried and John Hoblink at the Florida Farm Bureau. This is Sunrise from Florida Politics. Florida farmers are being hit hard by coronavirus. John Hoblink at the Florida Farm Bureau says they're trying to figure out what to do with their crops now that all the local restaurants and schools that usually buy them are closed.
1: In the past few weeks, three weeks to be exact, Florida Farm Bureau uh, world has been changed completely. Um, we have gone from a work from home status, but I want you to know that the Farm Bureau Federation has been continuing to stay very, very busy. Uh, this working from home status has changed our world in a lot of ways, uh, especially when it comes in the communication world, whether we're uh, Zoomings, Skyping, conference calling, director calling, staff calls. We're knocking it out of the park and staying communicating uh, together like we've never been before. On those issues that are surrounding not only the COVID virus, but the other issues that we're working on as well. And we're advocating for the needs of our members each and every day in an incredible way. Those issues like USPR and NAFTA haven't left our plates. We're hearing from our citrus producers, our vegetable producers, our milk producers. Heck, we've even been working on with the commissioner on the closure of boat ramps that are affecting our aquaculture. So we've got our fingers in just about everything and probably more today than we ever have. We're also still continuing to promote uh, public awareness that farm families are still producing our our food each and every day. You know, uh, hashtag farming has been a, a tremendous hit for uh, you techno savvies out there. Um, we've had over a million hits uh, apparently through American Farm Bureau uh, tracking hashtag farming. And it's highlighting our farmers and, and we're still working hard. And, and everybody's proud of what we're doing in America to continue to feed this country and this, this world. Uh, we've had media inquiries that are that are up at Florida Farm Bureau Fen- to know about where their food is coming from and those sources and is it safe and we've also had uh, media inquiries uh, making sure that uh, we as farmers and producers are taking all the protective measures to protect our workers as we continue to work uh, our, our, our farmers uh, or our sorry our workers in a, in the fields and and those things become very important in a media world uh, especially in today's time
0: Another problem, especially for small farmers, is that the markets where they normally sell their produce are closed. Florida Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed says our agency is doing everything it can to find new ways for farmers to connect with customers.
2: Every day if there's a new issue or something that's going on, um, we have been on the phones and, and trying to triage all this because we know that these are difficult and unprecedented times. And, and many of you are just worried about keeping your family safe and keeping, obviously, your farms going Uh, COVID-19 is affecting all of our lives in every corner of our economy. And we know that some producers are seeing some major decrease in demand due to restaurants and schools being closed. Our team is working tirelessly to find solutions. My priority is preventing and mitigating losses for your crops. Some of the things that we have been doing, one is that we need to be gathering information to identify the supply inventory that's actually available. Um, So we're working to connect markets within Florida and other states so you can see what commodities are available for purchase um, from directly from the farmers. In addition, we're coordinating with other Florida State Departments like the Department of Corrections and Need of Fresh Foods they can purchase fresh from Florida. Our team is also working with the USDA to combat and prevent illegal dumping of produce in our markets. Same reason why all of us were fighting so hard against USMCA and continue to put pressure uh, to have all of those workshops that were supposed to be uh, scheduled in April next week um, to either be done telephonically or virtually because uh, we continue to need to put pressure on stopping this illegal dumping and, and get that seasonality exemption for us. Uh, this week alone, I sent a letter to Secretary Perdue ensuring that Florida farmers are not left behind by, requiring, by requesting flexibility to help move Florida perishable crops quickly to food banks, school meal programs, and other federal food purchase programs. We're also asking that the USDA purchase additional agricultural products through the more than $9 billion of federal feeding programs in the recently passed CARES Act. The letter was also shared with the Ford congressional delegation, urging them to echo gravity of this situation with Secretary Perdue. We are advocating for the quick release of federal relief funds for ag community and the need for heavy agricultural, agriculture and future legislation. Another program we're working on is redirecting Freshman, Florida dollars that was reserved for trade shows to market commodities at risk of being lost. We're also in direct communication with Walmart, Whole Foods, and Publix to encourage them to purchase more Freshman, Florida produce. SAC's team is looking into school districts and food banks to fill food orders with locally grown products. And lastly, we've been aggressively working with our foreign trade partners to ensure we're central in supplying their needs. And other orders remain consistent and robust.
0: And as they deal with all the problems created by the coronavirus, Hoblick and Fried say Mexico is continuing to dump produce in the U.S. and Florida farmers are paying the price.
1: I know there's a lot of uh, market disruption with our fresh produce growers uh, having difficulty moving their product. But it seems like you know foreign produce continues to be prevalent in our stores. Is there any way we can prioritize Florida products
2: first something we work on every single day <laughs> um so of course this is an issue before we even hit before the coronavirus even came out uh this has always been something that we all have been pushing fresh from florida um it, it's it's what we do um so it continues we know that uh, you know between a usmca and some of these issues it still hurts our producers uh, and so we are on top of it, but Florida farmers are facing just extreme hardships during these challenging times. Um, so not just in the face of market disruptions due to COVID-19, but also continued, uh, illegal dumping of the Mexican products in the U.S. Uh, in my opinion, it's also have ramped up and, and less enforcement, um, because everybody's so focused on other things. Um, this fight, this is a fight that I've been engaged in on in the past, calling for Congress to take action, meeting with members, supporting the Domestic Pro- uh, Product Production Act, Making our voice heard in the press and standing with a, our coalition to take this on. In the past week, we also sent that letter to Secretary Purdue um, requesting that Section 32 federal purchasing of Florida commodities from Congress. And, from Congress, uh, we are working closely with the Florida Fruit and Vegetable Association and our Division of Marketing to track this issue. It's an ongoing process and something we will continue to monitor. We're compiling actual data and finding more information, which can tell us. Uh, if foreign countries are dumping more overall or of certain commodities and how their rates have been increased. So if you are seeing this and you have any information and actual hard hard, core data, we all know that it's happening. But in order to make our argument stronger and help with the enforcement, any data that you can send us uh, and any evidence would be very helpful. We know Florida farmers are the best in the world and are used to competition. The mess of those unfair advantages have kept Florida producers from competing on a level playing field in the years since the enactment of NASA. We will continue to work with our federal and state partners to help alleviate this pressure. And and this is also part of the communication that we're having with all our food stores. Um, Maybe there's a silver lining from all of this is that we can maybe uh, overcome some of the issues with NASA and USMCA um, by getting a more direct uh, connection between our, our local food stores and our local producers.
0: Commissioner Freed is the only Democrat holding statewide office in Florida, and she's been critical of the governor for waiting almost two weeks to issue a statewide stay-at-home order to try to slow the spread of the virus. She has also faulted him for the collapse of the state's unemployment system because he was warned about it by the Auditor General almost a year ago about the serious problems there. Florida GOP Chairman and State Senator Joe Gruters issued a statement Friday saying Fried should be ashamed of herself for trying to divide Floridians to promote her own political career. Yet it was Gruters himself who said someone should go to jail for the failure of that 70 million unemployment website that collapsed under the flood of applications. Your calendar of events is a short one. There's only one item today. The Innocence Project of Florida is hosting a virtual town hall meeting at three this afternoon to talk about criminal justice reform. Representative Jamie Grant of Tampa, the chairman of the House Criminal Justice Committee, is scheduled to take part. If that name sounds familiar, you might remember he's the guy who helped kill all the sentencing reforms that were approved by the state senate this year. And finally today, we check in with Florida Man, one of whom is very lucky to be alive. Officials with the Volusa County Sheriff's Office say a Florida man was shot by a mother of three after deputies say he broke into her home in Deltona because he thought dinosaurs were chasing him. 32-year-old John Roberts tried to break in by shattering a front window. The 42-year-old mom says she gave the guy several warnings to leave, and when he didn't, she opened fire. Roberts told deputies he thought dinosaurs were chasing him, and it might have had something to do with some bad weed he had smoked. He was shot in the arm, and the sheriff says Roberts is lucky the woman was a bad shot. Finally, a Florida man is arrested for attacking the ice cream man. Deputies in Palm Beach County say 39-year-old James Chigos was worried that a truck full of frozen treats would spread coronavirus to neighborhood kids. So he told the driver to move on. He did, but he only went around the block. At that point, deputies say Chingo stormed into the truck and pushed the 51-year-old driver into a wall. He's been arrested on charge of burglary with assault. Now, the governor has ordered bars, nightclubs, and restaurants to remain closed until the end of the month to prevent the spread of the virus. But his order does not specifically mention ice cream trucks. That's it for today's episode of Sunrise. I'm Rick Flag in Tallahassee, inviting you to join us again tomorrow as we plumb the depths of Florida politics.